Welcome to this week. Welcome to this week's episode of East. <laughs> Don't laugh at me at East. <laughs> I'm your host, Michael Amagon, and this over lady over here who's laughing at me is Dwan. Hi. She's our co-host. <laughs> Until I get fired for laughing at him. Wow. <laughs> wow. Okay. I see how it is. I'm not that petty, Dwan. <laughs> Hopefully. Um, but yeah, this week we're going to be talking about, well, ESPN and essentially what they represent, what they're doing when it comes to esports. So recently what they've done is they actually had their magazine and I didn't know ESPN had a magazine until this article came. Really? Yeah. But then again, I'm not. Like entirely, like, bam into the, uh, but that might be changing because for the most recent cover of their magazine, they actually had the world's most popular and debatedly best Fortnite player, uh, who actually come on as their the cover for their magazine. This, of course, <laughs> would be uh. A guy named Tyler, quote unquote Ninja, but um, Levins, I think is pronounces his last name. But <laughs> most people just call him Ninja, and they call his wife Jess Miss Ninja, which is kind of funny. But at <laughs> least, <laughs> uh, according to one article, at least one kid calls her that. But this guy has been well known within the streaming community more so than anything else. Just simply because of how popular he is. He is like probably the most popular Twitch streamer ever when it comes to Fortnite. And he didn't actually start out with playing Fortnite. He played other games and like his chat wanted him to play Fortnite. And for a long time, he was saying, eh, not now, not now, later, later. And then eventually started it. And according to mm -hmm. him, he's like, I like this. I could do well with this. <laughs> and now he's the most popular Fortnite streamer. And because Fortnite is the most popular game, it means, well, he's the most popular streamer. He's gotten so good at the game, like, We've had people like Drake come on and like try to do uh, squads with him, or I think it was duos more. Um, we've had basketball like actual athletes decide that they want to go and play Fortnite with this guy just to make like rappers too. Rappers too, and mm -hmm. well, doesn't Drake kind of qualify as a rapper? It depends on who you're asking. <laughs> What do you think? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So you qualify him as a rapper? Sometimes. Wow, okay. He's Sometimes. appropriated on me, but... Okay. I will <laughs> not delve further on that one. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, so... Essentially, Ninja has become a household name across the world for a lot of places 
unless you're in China where it never really took off and they've now banned Twitch on a whole uh-huh. but literally his wife now has to deal with sharing him with like anytime he goes out in public a bunch of people from the ages of 10 and up essentially going up to him wanting an autograph wanting a picture and stuff like that and part of the reason why ESPN put him as the cover is because they were also doing a story on him <sighs> now the story on him was pretty much like what's the life oh, what was essentially like the life of a rock star is, is just the life of a esports player in a sense and he personifies that for a lot of people at this point and he himself says like he wants to be the michael jordan like kobe bryant um lebron james the esports he wants to be like a legend his own right which i think is an admirable goal like he doesn't want to set himself saying that he's the best because apparently if you set yourself as that then you've plateaued yourself you don't and a lot of people he says like when they reach that point they kind of put on the brakes they don't really push themselves further because they consider themselves the best so getting back into actually why they actually decide to do this um they took a look at his life during one of his sponsorship events Mm -hmm. and apparently like he eats and drinks very little his wife brings him little snacks and makes sure he's hydrated he when he's not gaming because they pretty much invite him to these events aim to game and like be part of this and like do a competition that kind of stuff and in those breaks kids are coming up wanting photos autographs and like they may be a little bit too shy and i think like this this part warmed my soul when i read it it's like if someone's too shy to come up to him like a kid's too shy to like say hey can i get your can i get a photo with you he'll be like hey kid um i want a photo with you do you mind and like he oh, sweet yeah like it's 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 a really endearing thing because he actually realizes that you know this kid may want something but that he's gotten up to that level where it's difficult to ask uh, <gasps> i sorry go ahead, no, go ahead. i'll um oh. chime out afterwards no go ahead you first um and i mean they they also did a video interview with him roughly around the, like a little bit before that but essentially you know like he is doing his best to make this this life for himself his life for his wife bring up esports within a hole on this side of the world because we know on the other side the eastern side of the world and especially asia it's like japan kind of has its own stuff on its own streaming networks especially since now the top three over there twitch wasn't actually being used over there which um and well south korea is known for its gaming period Mm -hmm. i'm gonna say like that is the birthplace of east so to see someone essentially go from just being a regular streamer becoming 
a very pronounced, pronou uh, profound name in esports and streaming, now becoming a cover person for a sports magazine, which is typically only ever really and truly been dominated by physical athletes. I personally see that as a great strive forward to actually saying that, you know, esports is an actual sport and the fact that ESPN is taking it to that like next level and actually doing something for it, I think is great. Yeah. Um, because I was just gonna say normally just like how you said it's just manual labor type sports, like stuff like you have to Physically train your body for also the fact that he got acknowledgement for that is actually pretty cool and it should um, open a doorway for other streamers. Um, hopefully it doesn't just end now because you know he's just popular and he just ran around with, like a couple celebrities and whatnot. So hopefully it opens the door for other streamers to be interviewed and share the spotlight with as well. That's honestly what I'm hoping for. Um, I mean. Okay, here's the thing. ESPN has technically been like touching on esports from like 2015. They've they've been around. Didn't they buy um the Overwatch esports? Okay, so with that they had exclusive rights to stream it on one of their TV stations. Yeah. And so that actually took an esports tournament to the actual ESPN like viewer base. And that within itself was quite honestly awesome. But at the same time, like there are people that are, I put it, upset with ESPN because they, they're accepting it as, they're accepting esports as a sport. I mean, that, that I, don't, I don't understand like why that's a problem though, like, some people consider chess a sport. I mean, like, what's the problem? You're right. They do. Um, at the same time, though, like, I'm trying to find the article for it. And see, see, my thing about it is, is I feel that anything you have to train yourself for, like, you constantly have to go day and night to get better at, that should be considered a sport. I mean, that's pretty vague, but you understand, like, the, the yeah. bottom line of it. It's like... If I sit down for like 500 hours to get mastery for this game, how are you then going to tell how are you then going to tell me that like I don't deserve the recognition that someone else is giving me for that? Like how are you going to sit there and because you don't do it or because you feel as though hey, um that's not applicable to what is traditionally looked at as sports? Um I shouldn't get this recognition or I shouldn't um, be featured on a cover or be like an advocate for other people who are trying to like pave the way as well like that's kind of it's not progressive especially in like a world where we like moving oops sorry <laughs> especially on a, like in a world where we're moving towards um a lot of technology based um interfaces and whatnot like it's kind of you have to expect the world to keep changing. You know what I mean? Like you can't just be stuck in your ways just because you feel like um, this is a concrete. Uh, this some this certain thing is built in a certain way that it can't change I when life is agree. ever changing. I completely agree, and I did find the article. It's on MyrtleBeachOnline.com.
the sure. the header for it that they have. I'm guessing they uh -huh. changed the name eventually because like the title that they have on the page is different. But the header says ESPN is selling out by showing esports on television, and the title is a nerd invasion is coming to ESPN. Here's what that says about the network and us. Oh, so it's an ego thing. Seemingly. Um, oh, okay. A champion pushing the pseudo masculinity mm. agenda. All right. Or you know, nerd suck agenda, like from what? Yeah. Seventies, eighties, kind of thing. You know, y'all better watch out because I read an article that said that nerds are turning into bullies. You know that I've heard that as well, and it's it's kind of turning because there's a few different ways it could go about. Um, so essentially, someone bullies a nerd or a geek in middle school, high school. They eventually like start making their way forward in life. Afterwards, start running their own company. The person who bullied them ends up uh working for them and so they bully the person back or like do bad things essentially that they shouldn't actually be or or even like um going as far as like these cyber bullying like yeah. the internet is so powerful like somebody could easily make like a dupe account and bully you um discredit your name <laughs> spread false propaganda like stop bullying these nerds it's gonna come back to bite you guys. Stop it. Um, according to this article, I'm just gonna just quote this. A champion will be crowned this weekend. Yes, we'll soon find out if another title is going to be Philadelphia or if London can come, become victorious. This will be primetime television. Wait, what? London versus Philadelphia? Spitfire versus Fusion? In a strange agreement, ESPN will be televising the Overwatch League Grand Finales. Sorry, Grand Finals. This weekend. What's the Overwatch League, you may be wondering? Well, I found myself asking the same question a few days ago. Blah, blah, blah. Um, from what I've read, there's more, some more technical terms to explain this phenomenon. But instead, I'll put it in the way most people can understand. It's a competition in which a bunch of nerds in one city team up to play video games against some other dweebs in another place. They have team names, financial backing, jerseys, and all. Uh... The network whose improbable rise to becoming the first 24-hour sports channel now is including what it calls esports. And maybe I've been living under a rock for something or in the basement of my parents' house like the players of these leagues probably do. But apparently this isn't the first time ESPN has shown esports. And they kind of go into it like more and more with that. And I will admit like the guy who wrote this, I hate to say it like this, but he looks like a... Like, legitimately oh. looks like a penis. Oh, um... I feel like there's a lot of stereotyping and not a lot of facts that he's stating because some of these esports players, like, they own consoles and equipment that cost way more than some person's rent a month. Especially, like, to upkeep it. So for you to automatically assume, like, they live with their mom, it's just like... So you think this person ain't making money? Like, they have to travel places to sit down and compete. Like, you think then making the funds necessary to buy, like, $300, $400 tickets? I'm, I'm confused. And then not only that, you got to sustain yourself while you're there. You know what I mean? So it's like, they already segregated it. So it's like, okay, if it doesn't have anything to do with you, why are you so pressed? 
why are you so bothered where like like nerds are already like um excluded from like from high school or whatnot like they're already like pushed it aside of all the social groups or whatever and kind of like lumped together and picked on and bullied and it's like every time they find like a space for them somebody always try to discredit them like why you feel the need to like why do people feel the need to do that Honestly, and that's kind of sad and it speaks volumes to like his personality because like you said he he looks like he probably looks like a penis and uh, he acting like a penis <laughs> if you're walking like a penis then sorry dude you a penis by the way i did send you that article you could actually take a look at his photo just really quick one second. Nali is saying it's Dwan Michael Sidetech. What? Sidetech. That's for Quell. For Quell is the co-host for. Oh. For um. Wait, is he, is he is he calling you my side? Side co-host or side? Like I don't want to call you like a. Is is but essentially is that what you're calling her, Nali? I mean, close. Yeah, he he'd be right. Okay. I mean, if you're accepting it. <laughs> yeah, I'm a close. I don't know. I don't know what else. But um, yeah. I mean, feel free to take a look at this photo. But. What other games does um eSport host? I know one is Overwatch, one's League of Legends. Um. Essentially, oh, I have someone talking in chat. Toonami18 says, hey there, this is your old buddy Tom. And I wanted to talk to you about NHL and NBA. Uh, I mean, if you want to talk about that, sure. Um, we're talking about ESPN and esports, right? You complaining about people being in their mother's basement, but you look like... You're in your mom's basement eating all the food. I don't understand. Like, I don't mean to body shame, but, like... <sighs> like, like let, let people enjoy things. Like, this is get underneath my skin. Like, just let people enjoy what they enjoy. Pretty much. Now, to answer your question, they have... Well, they actually have a, like, a portion of their website dedicated to esports now as well, where they focus on League of Legends, Dota 2, and Overwatch. So, like, if you go on the website right now, they're talking about League of Legends, World, Jungler, Power Ranks, um, different... Oh, they even have Counter-Strike, Overwatch League, Fortnite, um, some information about the teams, Madden, the Overwatch uh, World Cup, College, Esports. They have a section... No, they even have articles. They even have articles that have, like, Game Coach Academy, like, they teach you... Like, they're offering information for you to be more engaged in the sport so if the company itself is just so open-minded like that's really great i think it's it's really nice and they give a lot of information on their website like they yeah. have they actually even have an esports calendar i um, even know that like ninja was on the front page cover like he's not the only because i know there was a bit of concern persons were like oh um how come Ninja was the one who made it on the front cover? What about all the other um, Fortnite teams and whatnot? First off, the other Fortnite players aren't as good as Ninja, as much as that hurts my heart to say, because Ninja isn't my favorite streamer. But they're not as good as him. And That's so us. obviously you <laughs> you wouldn't you wouldn't see like 
back in Jordan Prime, you wouldn't see like Kobe on the cover. So it's like, why you, you know, like give the mic credit where it's due. I'm not gonna lie, like he's pretty good. Like I watched some of his videos and I was like, whoa, my mind's blowing. (laughs) I can never be that good at Fortnite. Like, but um, even though like he was uh, he was the first one to make the cover, I think that's what the whole thing was about. Yeah. And but he's not the only one that they covered. If that makes sense. So like they have, they have been covering like different teams and different persons. So it's not like they're being like biased. I feel like they're taking the time out to actually like do work and find different players to like capitalize on and um, shed light and give a platform to promote them or whatnot. So that's also pretty good. Yeah, and that's that's part of the key thing about it. Like if you focus, they, they probably focused on him just simply because. Of how popular he is amongst the gamers of the world when it comes to esports like you can't go many places without and say ninja without people wondering if he's who you are talking about so that's the thing like you don't even have to wonder like you'd be like oh you know i was watching ninja today like they automatically know who this is speaking about exactly meanwhile if you're talking about like an overwatch team league like the shanghai dragons or something like that they may be wondering, wait, is that some mafia? Is that, uh, um, <laughs> <laughs> like, what? They, they, it's not as well known amongst everyone. Like, if you watch Overwatch, yeah. sure, you know who they are. But mm-hmm. if you're, like, Counter-Strike, you probably don't know him. And Tyler is actually well known in the Counter-Strike community as well. So he's not just a Fortnite guy. Like I said, he started off playing other games. So he already has some form of a backing. It's just when he started playing Fortnite, he got good at it. His popularity grew. And then things really shot up once Drake like messaged him earlier on. And like within this past like six months, now he's like the top streamer period. And mm-hmm. he's where he is making like somewhere between three hundred and five hundred thousand dollars a month. Yep. My only um, qualm with ESPN is like they're kind of like riding the hype train. So it's like they only, even though they cover different teams and different aspects of esports, they're only covering the aspects that are, sorry, quote unquote hype. Juan's just right here abusing her microphone today. Not on purpose. Good intentions, what they say, right? Yes um it like they only um quote unquote like promoting what's hype so like they're only doing like fortnite or overwatch or um like you said league of legends like there are other games like you could promote you know like i know at one point um blaze blue had a pretty big um following i don't know what happened with that i don't know why it died down maybe it's still there and i just assumed that it was bigger than it actually was um but it'd be great for them to like kind of invest in other games instead of just like riding the coattail of what's hype hype sorry i think it would be especially helpful hey there um various hempy i said i say your name right but um yeah i i agree like they should be focusing on other stuff they are going for the most type games and i think that makes some sense as well because they want to try and make a name for it inside the typical sports arena because you know league of legends is one of the most popular games so is fortnite 
so is overwatch so is dota 2 like those are like the top four when it comes to popularity and mm-hmm. those are among the top ones when it comes to actually how much make like as a esports professional player um i'm gonna see if i can actually find that website but... and then if i remember correctly like they only do like a lot of streaming right they don't have like a channel like they don't broadcast it on their the, the network right uh typically no it they it's the only one that's really made it so far was that same uh overwatch uh front grand finale mm. grand finals i don't know why i keep saying finale um but then league of legends i think sorry dota 2 was streamed on steam hey thanks for following furious um thank you oh dota 2 was streamed over steam and that's where the whole like steam streaming service kind of came about and like people were talking like hey is this is this going to be like a twitch competitor kind of thing going on here but it was only really showing dota 2 Uh Um, league of legends i think is on facebook i could be wrong with that like that could actually like be a very profitable business because you have like colleges nowadays that actually offer degrees in like research in esports or like um professional gaming so why i don't know like i'm trying to figure out like why it hasn't moved to tv yet like why they haven't made that push i think this out of the world needs to actually accept it as a sport for it to really get the following for that hey radial canvas 100 thank you for following and uh thank you welcome all of you to the cookie squad oh i know right cookie squad (laughs) cookie squad cookies (laughs) (laughs) but like i was i I found the website the top five games in terms of like how much money players tournaments that kind of stuff the number one Mm -hmm. is dota 2 followed by counter-strike global offensive followed by league of legends followed by starcraft 2 followed by heroes of the storm then hearthstone counter-strike regular and then overwatch then hearthstone is so um so blow well i mean it's the sixth one so out of a hundred that they have on this list sweet that's pretty high never mind yeah <laughs> typically blizzard games when they when they're in the competitive state they do fairly well um like starcraft got the juice they got the sauce yeah they got the juice especially like i wasn't expecting overwatch to blow up as much as it did and if it this will be going strong because like i don't play i don't play oh i literally just i have my overwatch um game sitting on my console for like almost a year and like i actually deleted it uh last week or like a few days ago but like i never played it for like the longest so i'm actually really surprised that it's been going as strong as it has and it's probably only because of esports like the esports push well, I mean, it's the esports push, but they're also they've been redesigning their characters and stuff like that as well to try fix and fix your loot boxes. I, well, what what issue do you have with their loot boxes? It gives me the same crap over and over. Well, I mean, if it gives you the same stuff, it automatically turns them to coins. That doesn't help me because it doesn't give me a lot skins. of coins. And the Fair really enough. good ones you can buy with coins. It's true. Yes. Are you duping me? 
Speaking of, they are changing up their Halloween skins this year, and those are going to be going up live. Um, so take a look for their East, well, their um, Halloween event that out soon. It seems like it's going to be the same one from last year, because that's typically what they do. They may just make a few changes here or there, and whatnot. I actually need to download it, redownload that then, because <laughs> yeah, because I I wanted Mercy skin, but I didn't get it. But I got Junkenstein, so that was pretty cool. Yeah, so you may not get the one from last year, but it may be close or it may be better. Um, you'll have to see when time comes for that. But I did want to say, hey, Juan, I see you inside of your YouTube chat. Welcome back to the stream, dude. Oh, wow, D. <laughs> <laughs> Duan's been gone. I mean, wow, not Duan. Juan has been gone for a while. Um, seemingly busy with some live stuff. So I'm really glad because especially since like he's six hours ahead of us so like he's watching this like past midnight he's dedicated oh nice thank you um but i, I wanted to jump us back to espn like i feel it's great that they're doing this and the reason why like they probably have to try and push it to where like keeping it to these top end games is to try and generate the hype for it so this out of the world those are typically the games that are being played um and those are the games that people know about and so if they can generate the hype for it um <laughs> if omar's watching uh where is where wants only show we love you dude we love you no uh, no other live shows in my life. <laughs> well, don't worry, Juan. You're the only one in our life. Pun fully intended. Um, but do you Sorry, do you think that um, eSports is becoming a lot like um, the NFL? Another major sports um, organizations? I think it's getting there especially with some countries and some federations actually making it mandatory that some of these places like the actual physical sports teams have an esports team as well like i found really? that interesting like there there quite literally are some countries that are making it mandatory like if you want a a team you have to have an esports team oh nice Hey there, Undisputed25. Welcome to the stream, dude. Or dudette. Which... Hello. Um, yeah, I mean, if they can get the popularity up, they can probably start bringing in more stuff to the TV channels, and that way it's not so conflicted. Uh -huh. Um, And then pretty much like any of these bigger tournaments kind of thing, they can start streaming those if they can get like permission to do it and that would bring a larger audience to it just across because espn is in the united states it's in latin america it's in south america it's in um central america it's i think it's even in some parts of like europe as well uh, -huh. uh it's undisputed 25 is asking what mic you're using do I? um a toner I can't remember 
I can't remember what um what specifically what type. Um, I'll have to put it in our Discord later if you're in the Discord. I don't think Undisputed is. I I don't recognize that user. I think this is Undisputed's first time to. And it's actually pretty good, but you just have to make sure like you project your voice and you talk like because it's a what's it called a mono. I think yours is bi-directional. No, it's it's, it's only one. It's, oh, it's okay. Yeah, then it's monodirectional. Right, monodirectional. So you have to speak like right into the mic in order for it to project properly. But other than that, like it's pretty good, and it comes with like the little um the noise canceller and the muff too. But I just don't use it. Oh, apparently he has to shout. <laughs> <laughs> But, um, what does that mean? <laughs> he's not. Well, they're not shouting like. And, but is it that you have to shout for people to hear you normally, or like what? I mean, because I have a. Technically, this is a pop filter. Juan's not using a pop filter. Yeah. And you can kind of hear the difference, except I have a different kind of mic. So. Yeah, yours is fancy. I think yeah. I paid like 30, 30 something dollars for this. Yeah. Yeah. And, well, one well, mic. I was calling it fancy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Um, This one isn't too bad because, like, you have the adjustable um stem as well. So, as long as you have it, like, if you project your voice enough, like, not like, ah, like, I have the show. Like, you don't have to talk, like, really, really loud, but. It's cool, dude. Like, we're here to help. Like, that's, that's part of the stream as well. We're here for the conversation. If you join our Discord later, um, I could link you to the Amazon page where I got it, so. And that description, well, the link to the um, Discord should be down inside of our information. So feel free to just click that down there. Because you're on Mixer, so, yeah, that's. Yeah, just for ease of reference, like I could just link it to the Discord. Well, we can we can talk about that, and we can. I mean, well, I could probably help you out with that a little bit better, inside the Discord chat. But um, yeah, back to back to uh, ESPN esports. Do you know like any other um big name uh, streamers that you felt like? could get the cover or should have gotten the coverage like as um as ninja there's this guy that i follow um named courage i think it's, it's courage jd I think. that name hasn't really yeah he does he's a yes optic courage his, his twitter name is courage jd um he's a part of uh i guess a clan or a team mm-hmm uh they they play on youtube a lot they're pretty good they also have like i don't really know if you could consider corner <laughs> the 12 year old well he's 13 now his birthday was last either this one or last one um but they normally like play online they're pretty good okay. so i would have i would have liked to see him get like a little coverage as well as persons like myth uh, I think Myth is on TD. I can't remember which team he's on. Well, Myth actually made a name for himself by beating Ninja when, when they actually... I, 
I thought, I thought Ninja I thought Ninja beat him. Ooh. Myth blew up ah. because he beat Ninja. Like Ninja and one other guy, they were in duos together. And oh. Myth's building skills outmatched Ninja's. Mm-hmm. And his compa- companions and yeah, he ended up winning that game with the um, victory royale. Nice. Myth is actually my favorite Fortnite streamer. But I like I like one, yeah. I like Courage's stream because he plays with Connor. Mm, I yeah. gotcha. Connor's pretty good for a thirteen year old. You can't be sleeping on these like twelve and thirteen year old kids. Like some of them really know the game. Yeah, my I, I that'd be that's actually pretty interesting too because like a lot of um a lot of people streaming nowadays like they grew up on games so it'd be interested to like kind of have like well like a mini league eventually like we're just like a bunch of little kids oh that'd be so cute oh my heart <laughs> but like it'll, that'd be cool like if it evolves to the point where like you have like little mini leagues like how do you have like you know like mini baseball may um what is it called like the kid baseball league and stuff um, like that minor league no that- is that uh, minor? No, because they have major and minor league baseball. I do not remember. Yeah, well, that would be great if like they had something like that, but for esports, because like these kids are pretty talented. Like I don't know, like in my younger days, like oh man, nobody could touch me in a fighting game, any fighting game. Juan, I'm not answering that question because I know where that's going to lead. Hey, yo, uh, welcome to the stream and un- it's undisputed is asking you if you're bayesian oh no i'm bahamian i'm from the bahamas <laughs> 700 islands and keys i thought they said it wasn't actually 700 anymore Shh. <laughs> Shh. sorry about that <laughs> But I mean, but yeah, I, you agree, that's pretty good to pick up on my Caribbean accent, though. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. I do think it would be good, though, for other streamers to eventually start going on the cover as well. Well, not so much streamers, but other professional esports players. Yeah. Um, people who actually go to tournaments and stuff like that. Not people who would just um, would either go to sponsored events or like just stay at home and stream because those aren't really esport like esport gamers it's the ones that go to tournaments and competitions and stuff like that that actually make a name for themselves and actually go out there and win these things that need to be recognized in my opinion yeah i agree because because like i said there's no way like i'm gonna spend like so many hours like working to best myself or or like become the best at this thing and like you're gonna tell me oh I can't get my recognition and stuff like that. So, and it's so hard to start up, like, to say, well, oh, like, it's so hard to, like, to even, like, try to envision that, oh, you know, you're going to start up your own, like, little esport thing. That's that's money. Pretty much. I recently realized you need a lot of money for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It costs quite a bit. (laughs) At least if you really want to go hard on it. Um, mm-hmm. Chris is saying the 700 islands comes from the underwater cities like Atlantis and, uh, it's undisputed says he's from Jamaica. 
That's why he was able to pick up on it. He's one fourth. Oh. No, Chris said he's one fourth Jamaican. Wait. Oh, that was Chris? Every time he speaks, he puts in something else. Some other nationality. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Chris. Okay, yeah, that was Chris. And then. Mix up like Kong Salad. Kong Salad, my buddy. Uh, Juan's saying playing games is in fashion now. It's been in fashion now for a while now, Juan. I don't know where you're coming from. Haven't you seen like a bunch of people raving about games like Spider Man and. Ever since the rise of technology, actually, like games have been kind of like more socially acceptable. Like you don't have the huddle in the corner to talk about it. Exactly. Ridiculed. You can you can um, attribute that to to technology. You have technology to thank for that. I completely agree. It's it's not a, as negative a stigma anymore. I won't say it's it's not one because you still have people out there who hate technology and people who game and stuff like. That. Probably would never date a gamer, for example, but they'll probably use a phone. Yep. They might be playing Candy Crush. Some games on the phone have have better graphics than your laptop. That's true. That well, is completely debatable, true. But well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, Juan is saying, I know, I mean, no more go outside to play. That's actually become an issue, like, where kids are staying inside and not going outside and playing around and stuff like that. So they're not really exercising. It needs to be, this is kind of going on to completely topic, but I personally believe, like, you try to balance both. You need to have exercise, but at the same time, feel free to head inside. Like, even East, like, actual official esports uh teams they actually build both how they eat and exercise into their schedule they have to it's mandated i mean if you if you i think like if you turn from one side to another when you're sitting down that counts as activity no no sorry (laughs) (laughs) no sorry (laughs) Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, it's undisputed. I will, I will sign that petition. Wait, what petition? Oh, um, Chris said, sign my petition to remove PE and replace esports in school. Uh, and then we have undisputed saying like it's all they do is game and eat and get obese. Uh, some people, yeah, yeah, some people they, they do do that. Yeah, and now Juan's asking, like, is that where uh, VR comes in? I mean, it could, but you need to have, like, a good setup for it. Because otherwise you'd be be running around your room, not running into things if you're going to be physical. Like, you need something like an Omni uh, where you could actually strap yourself in. But even that, like, so that's our future. (laughs) <laughs> oh, we we kind of we went somewhere and was able to experience it and we're going to be talking about that probably in a future it was hard that was i don't think the setup was 100 percent ready but like for what did work because it was working fine for me it wasn't working working fine for chris and then for you um but it was working for what i experienced i enjoyed once it was actually up and running 
So I could see where VR becomes an experience where you go out and exercise, but I still think you need more than that. My yeah, I was just opinion. gonna say, um, sorry to cut you off, but I was just gonna say, like, my only thing with the esports getting big is that I hope that they would continue to, like, push actual physical, um, I guess, exercising and, like, make that a thing. Because some people just sit at their computer, like, all day and forget to, like, hydrate themselves. Like, they get. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I'm guilty of it too, but, like, they just sit there all day and, like, forget to eat, you know, like, so consumed by it, forget to eat, forget to drink water uh that's not healthy it also messes with your eyesight so yep yeah just like um, any other um sp physical sport like you sit up to take care of yourself and that's why the like the team managers and stuff like that actually build it in to those teams that you know you have to go out and exercise for like an hour. some places even have a gym in their scent like when they have a building for their team and stuff like that they actually have like a mm -hmm. gym there they have a cafeteria like those are for the bigger ones of course but like they they try to maintain a healthy lifestyle for these people. and if you're going to get into esports and actually become a professional gamer you have to take all that into consideration that's where i don't really like when it comes to ninja because he's just when he goes to these things he doesn't have the time to do that that is going to wear him out that's going to put added stress on his life that's going to affect his health and sure he's making the money and it's stuff like that and it's then when he goes to events like that, at the same time, he was losing anywhere between, I think that same event where he, when ESPN interviewed him, he lost because he wasn't streaming anywhere between 15,000 to 40,000 subscribers that one day. And so that's his money. Ouch. That's going to put stress on him. That's going to affect him mentally. And so like all of this, it's, it's not a necessarily a healthy way forward so you have to be very careful with it. that's that's my take on it but then you know um they also have games that require you to move around like um not only the vr i don't know if you remember we we sports which is fun as hell i used to kill that game we sports you know like with the oh we had to, like, do the yeah tests. yeah yeah that, yeah that was a lot of well i played that it was that and like what Juan was saying with the Connect, though like they hacked the hell out of the Connect and used that for a bunch of other stuff that wasn't even gaming related or Xbox related. Like that was an awesome tool that Microsoft gave us. I will not deny it. It just wasn't fully used the way it could have been. Um, And then, you know, the Wii came out and the Wii U came out and I think they just now with the switch and with the joy cons using the controllers like that so i mean yeah it it has its place but at the same point you technically could just sit on your couch and go like yeah yeah whatever you want to do these sound effects one <laughs> um coming from the woman who was doing sound effects last episode bah, 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 bah. <laughs> I'm really trying my hardest to like not do that. <laughs> Let's not go there. <laughs> but um, yeah, like it it can work out the body, but people can game the game in a sense and just like only work out their arms, and that's not really exercise. No. So it w with ESPN, I think it'd be good. 
just to kind of reiterate it it'd be good it's great that they did their first esports player on the cover of their magazine it's great that they have a website dedicated to esports it's great that they're actually bringing news on some of the most popular games and it's also great that they've actually streamed at least one competition on their actual tv stations now the next steps stream more types of games like the if there's a, a counter-strike tournament stream that league of legends stream that dota 2 stream that fifa perfect for your audience because they really like soccer nfl do that uh 2k do that you know there are ways that you could do this um what is happening in the chat juan is saying man the vr glasses are cool though uh undisputed saying quick question omni versus bi-directional which one is the best i would personally say bi-directional um though omni it depends on your setup to be quite honest because you only want your audio coming in really and truly from one place unless you are trying to envelop the room um so again it depends it depends on your setup and um, one we are slowly getting into live in a virtual dream sorry live in a virtual dream soon um anyone and oh okay um yeah i mean do you have a preference on mics what um if it's just you um omni if, if you're like for instance if you're gonna have to like two different people in the room it's probably best if you get a bi-directional so like both of y'all don't have to be like really up underneath the mic because you know it's only feeding into one section so it'll be better to have something that like michael said is all encompassing well uh, omni is actually like the one that oh oh yeah. oh okay and oh. bi-directional is like just here like that way this way and then yeah so it's like the omni is like here get the omni so uh, get, sorry, I thought I thought you meant like oh, mono. Sorry. Yeah. Um, so get, get the, the only. So. Yeah. So. Are you saying to get the one that encompasses all, or get the one that only? Yeah. One direction. Get all. Well. Yeah, they tricked me. Wow! I did not trick her at all. Not you. The people <laughs> I bought this mic from. Oh. <laughs> I think he means yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, apparently Dwan and I, we're on the same stream, but obviously we have different opinions on it. So get what fits your setup. That's, that's my suggestion. Um, but yeah, what, like ending off with your, well, let's say ending off. What's your thoughts on how ESPN should really move forward? I personally think, you know, more games on TV more games on their website um i feel like more coverage for other popular games like call of duty or stuff like that um blaze blue tech and like other games except for the like the cartoony-ish one i guess 
Even though this was kind of cartoony, it's like more coverage of different games than except for like like push for different games. Because that's the only way you're gonna get people to accept it is if you you can start small and like start covering like um, other like little I guess um, events that happen. And the more you see people start to catch on or they actually care about it, then you can start to in like ingrain that in your organization as well. So I'd like to see them expand like different games. Um, like you said, probably move on to getting their own station or including it, or including it as a segment on their station and also to get a mini league started. These kids be dope. I would follow Connor to the ends of the earth. He's a cool dude. <laughs> Connor, if you're listening, you definitely have at least. He's not going to be listening. His parents is like sit like directly behind him as he's playing. <laughs> So like when encourage those are like streaming when they're streaming like um, they have to be very careful what they say because his parents sit right there and they watch him like they monitor him as he plays. Yeah. And he's pretty saying honestly you don't want to kiss the mic, but for ESPN have more active games where it will have its players moving about. Their blood needs to flow though. So essentially you're saying you so want more want VR more games. With VR, yeah. That's, I mean, you could probably, once AR comes into the format, like with um, HoloLens and stuff like that, I could see them doing stuff like that as well. Um, but that's, well, that's more mixed reality. AR. Um, or at least they need to require the players to be like a certain fit. Fitness. Like, you know, like have fitness tests to make sure that they're active. Like, cause you don't want something like who was unfit playing on your team. And the next thing you know, like they're on the floor foaming at the mouth or something. <laughs> That's uh... like, <laughs> oh, great exaggeration. But like, you don't want to like foaming at the mouth on the floor cause they're not fit. They're not taking care of themselves. And then they become a liability to the team, a liability to the network. And you know, so at you least know, a fitness set. That, that is actually brings another element to play that I talked about it. Like, if you have a grossly overweight um, player, essentially it helps feed the stereotype that gamers are like that. And so if you're going to be putting it on TV, like that's not the really best way to promote it. Thank you for following. I... <laughs> wow. One eight, sorry, I-800 don't care has followed us. That's my number. Wow. Who released my number? <laughs> <laughs> but um, um what was i gonna say what did you say last sorry <laughs> i was off. talking about overweight um and them their perception of gamers on tv because of like if espn was actually put people oh, there um i feel like that's that's like non-sequential because in any no matter where you go there's gonna be like somebody fitting a stereotype like it's like what eight billion people on this planet Shh. i don't know like and Again, welcome to the stream, uh, 1-800-DON'T-CARE. Hello. I'm glad you're not a troll. Welcome to the Cookie Squad. Um, pack of cookies. <laughs> pack of cookies. Okay. <laughs> pack of cookies. You're in the pack of cookies now. You're in the pack of cookies. You're in the cookie pack. Yeah. One's uh, saying, LOL, I like the hot cookie artwork. Um, But I mean, okay, here's the thing tech nerds and geeks the reason why 
we're not really seen in a certain kind of light anymore like that at least by the general populace is because of yes technology is becoming more forefront and people are actually using it more but at the same time we've changed how we actually dress how we look how we interact with people for a, a lot of different aspects of life sure a lot of us still wear glasses have we i mean yeah we oh, have is that what, or is that what the media projected because that's the thing i mean from the movies from back then what was the thing that they always tried to do like they become popular they changed the way they looked they changed the way they acted they be, they changed those things and became popular they worked on more exactly. stuff like that that's like but then that's just like that's just like the media projecting a, ter- a certain stereotype that's not that's not necessarily like reality you know what i mean okay i i think i understand where you're coming from so we I have to agree. be careful not to mix like reality and what the media portrays that like that sort of person to be essentially don't follow what the media say a popular person is yeah because a popular person like when i like a popular person now would be the person who's like geeky but okay for example for clear example okay i was a art major at the university uh, of the bahamas uh what like you know they always said like art majors used to dress like crazy or cuckoo or like weird and stuff like that everyone in my year dressed normal like it was only like like maybe like one or two persons who would like try to fit up to that stereotype or who like actually liked dressing eccentric or like was making like their own fashion statement it wasn't necessarily uh what we did it was just that's how people perceived us so i could like hang out with anybody and they'd be like oh what's your major and i'd be like all right and they'd be like er, what why you have like pink hair and green teeth and why are you wearing a costume oh did like, you say say green teeth yes i did yes i did well, that's just the thing. Like, like no, like, <laughs> like nobody, nobody does that for you. So it's just, it's like, come on, man. Like, let's be realistic. Like every and like every social group, you're gonna find like somebody who's obese. In every social group, you're gonna find somebody who dresses like kind of like, you know, like a way you wouldn't exactly. <laughs> Sorry, it's undisputed. Laughs at my joke. Um, but you're always gonna find somebody who like doesn't fit like that norm or like fits the stereotype the stereotype exactly so i don't think that like, we should get too caught up on that kind of stuff because huh. uh, at the end of the day it's just what's projected in this <laughs> chat chris has said you won't like my teeth when they're angry <laughs> <laughs> oh god hook teeth i'm i'm oh why did you put that image in my head chris that's so funny because I literally just read uh, one of Marvel's run. Um, I was reading uh, X-Men and Avengers and X-Men at the Axis event where mm-hmm. like um, after they defeated um, the Red Skull who had Xavier's... Oh, this is a spoiler. I'm just going to like sum it up like really quickly. Anyway, um, the Hulk had like... The Hulk had a Hulk. Oh my. Sorry. The Hulk had a Hulk. So... <laughs> and the Hulk's Hulk was black, so you wouldn't like it when my teeth were angry because then they'd go black. Get it? <laughs> but Slaps me. A black Hulk. No. Yeah. I mean, we've yeah, had red cute. ones before. I think we've had purple ones. Um, I've never seen a purple Hulk. I've seen the green, the red, the black one. 
it. But um, the visual inside my head, to share this with everyone else, you know how the Hulk is kind of already like a square, like more rectangular type of body? Yeah, just ima- yeah. I'm just like, imagine like each individual tooth being a singular <laughs> Hulk and then just raging out. Like that was my image in my head. So yeah, thank you, Chris. Thank you. No, don't actually. Uh, yeah, essentially what? like a th- a th- those, um, just less like chiseled, more blockish. I am dying. Chris said purple Hulk. So Thanos. <laughs> exactly. Mundo. Like, I, I know I've seen Purple Hulk somewhere before. The, okay, the many colors of the Hulkdom. Uh, oh, so that's what the Black Hulk looks like. Okay, so we've got bright green. We've got dark gray. Pale green. Bright green, again. Red. No purple. Oh. Huh. I was sworn I've seen a Purple Hulk book. Oh, no. It wasn't. That's from Dax's Laboratory. Like, that many hero thing that they used to it was a spin-off of the oh. avengers okay yeah um let me see if i could find it. dexter's Atari, avengers um the justice friends the... that's what they used to be called oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. uh with major glory van Halen. Um, the Infragable Crunk. Ooh, I remember what it was. The Infragable oh. Crunk is the one who was purple. That's, yeah. yeah. And it looks, he looks just like the Hulk. Just purple. So, mm-hmm. like, that's... They were dumb. They were they, dumb, dumb. They were completely dumb. Them. They were lovable and uh, dumb. Holland was clearly Thor. Clearly. Just with a, instead of a mallet, he had a, his um, rock guitar. Guitar. Mm-hmm. But, um... Yeah, that actually comes to the end of this week's episode of App. Do you have any closing statements you want to make, Dwan? So, I would like to thank my co-hosts, this lady over here, for coming on to today's episode. And her abused microphone. (laughs) That's the third time she said this thing this episode. Um, I'd like to thank... My other co-host, Chris, for being inside the chat and helping create stuff, as well as everyone that actually decided to follow and everyone that's been inside the chat. If you haven't already, feel free to head us up inside of our Discord so we can continue this conversation and have many more between the episodes and actually have a conversation going. You know, we can actually talk. Uh, If you want us to catch up on any of the past episodes or if you missed any part of this episode, feel free to head over to our YouTube page where we've got many of our past episodes or our website, which is moarcookies.com where you can actually listen to the podcast or watch the videos. And we actually have some interesting stuff there. If You could always go inside there as well to see whenever we're live. They'll actually pop up there now and say, you know, we're live on Twitch and you could watch it there. Or, you know, just if you're on YouTube, Mixer, Twitch, Periscope, whichever one, and or Facebook. Yeah, we... But feel free to follow us on any of those. And, of course, feel free to follow and become part of our cookie pack. Pack of cookies. Cookie squad. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and until next time, everyone, this is more cookies. And sports wrap. Signing out. Bye-bye.